And welcome back to the spookiest of all fucking spooky weeks. We're talking about the day after Halloween, the Dia de los Muertos. And this is us, the gang. We'll come up with a better nickname eventually. Back for another Drunk Week in Review. But first, before before we before we review that week, we have we finally come up with a legal disclaimer. All right. Yeah, the views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or position of the host employers. Any content provided by our host is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Boom. Sue me now, bitches. Or oh, it doesn't say any entity though. Or whatever. <coughs> Shit, man, I'm still trying to recover from that bomb rip. No, it's cool. Like, cause now we're covered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, fucking fantastic. So again, this is uh, we're going to introduce names. I'm Cody. This is JM, and our West Coast correspondent is back, Aaron. Aaron Chavez. Thanks, guys. Still having fun. Yeah, we should be. So, Aaron, quick question for you. Growing up, did you ever like? Did anyone ever like go up to you like uh, Chavez from Young Guns and be like Navajo, Navajo, Navajo? <laughs> so. The first time I got called Chavez, you fucking Navajo. I was in the actual. I was actually in the army. That's fucking um, awesome. <laughs> and I had not even been at my first duty station. I come out of basic training. The first time I meet my boss, I already get in trouble, and I'm sitting in front of the director. Right, the director that sees 140 men. I'm sitting in front of my director, and he goes. Chavez E. Chavez, you fucking Navajo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. And oh, then that's he so great. Me out. Then he shoots me out and he goes, Hey, kid, you ever seen that movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh and I'll, I'll back this up with a week ago, I said that I wasn't uh, exposed to any, any culture. I've never seen the movie. Oh, you've never seen really? Guns? No, no, I haven't. Emilio I told my dad about my dad, Green Beret. I mean, like, he knows all that bullshit. And uh, again, like, you know, I told him about it later, and he was off his ass. He thought it was the funniest thing. (laughs) That's so fucking great. Yeah, that's a great I am so glad I even, like, that question popped my head because that story. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, so uh, if Chavez, Chavez. out in the audience, if you guys have never seen Young Guns 1 or 2, uh, and by audience, I also mean Aaron, you should go ahead and watch that. It's a, uh, The 1 certainly is a classic. Number 2 gets a little weird because uh, Emilio Estevez plays a 90-year-old Emilio Estevez at the beginning. It's odd. Isn't that the kid that floated over from Cuba in the 90s? What? No, that was Elian, uh, Elian Gonzalez. Makes a difference oh, to me okay. personally. Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, the you know the brothers, Martin Estevez, <laughs> Martin Sheen's kids, the Sheens. Yeah, so uh, f- I think the first we're going to touch on is uh, uh, against all odds, we had a World Series this year. Well, I, I mean, not really a World Series. They played sixty games. They they played less than a third of the season. I and mean, look at James already put an asterisk on it. Well, yeah, no, they don't count. They absolutely do not count. I mean, congratulations. It, it was a weird playoff format, but all the National League teams used a designated hitter this year. But there was baseball. And so this is the Dodgers' first win since since, since 88. Yeah. Yeah, since 88 when um, 
Oh God, I can picture his, I can picture him. Somebody's gonna kill me for not knowing this off the top of my head. Uh, I can picture the guy. It's not Mike do, Piazza. No, doing the fist bump around second base. Um. Anyway, it's really funny. He hits the home run. Um, and Ben Scully got to live to see it, so that's pretty dope too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Vin Scully was probably the best part of the whole thing. Um, I like the Dodgers because the Dodgers had uh, a handful of players that I thought were actually pretty exceptional. I love the Seeger family. Mike Gibson. So, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Kyle and Corey, Corey. Seeger. Corey got to be uh, a World Series winner. Um, his brother plays for my hometown, uh, the Seattle Mariners. And, and will never be I, a World I really, Series winner. The, the Seegers. <laughs> The Seekers are just a, a talented group of guys. They're I really, love, they're really I love good their baseball. Too. Yeah, they're really their, good like, people, too. their work ethic, too. Yeah. Um, Kyle, for my team, has been rather unimpressive for a while, which is too bad. But that's, I mean, like, he, he kind of came through a little bit. But, again, it's just the Mariners were never going to win anything, yeah. right? It's Yeah, it's like being a Rangers fan. You just suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, like – you hope one day, and God bless. I mean, like, if the Rangers go to anything, I'll, I'll be the, you know, the next biggest fan to just push you guys on. But I mean, come on. I mean, like, yeah, it's hard watching my my home team. Well, that's why they had the World Series up there this year. So at least the Rangers can yeah. say there was a World Series played in Arlington. <laughs> I know for for me, Dodgers winning is cool. That was the first major league team. Uh, yeah, first major league baseball game I ever went to was. L.A. Dodgers versus Kansas City Royals when I was like seven. Were you in? Uh, you were at Dodger Stadium. I was in Los at Angeles? Dodger Stadium. Yeah, that's cool. And so I will tell a brief story, and I'll try to keep it brief because <laughs> it was hilarious, and it got my dad in a lot of trouble. Oh, that's great. So <laughs> that's so I'm like seven or eight, <coughs> and I go to a Dodgers game. It's me, my dad, and my grandpa. And my grandpa is a character who is this Tom Senior? Yeah, Tom Senior. Who, if I go out to visit him in December, I will de- will definitely record early cause to get him on or some shit. I don't know. We'll see. <coughs> but um, so we go, and the game's fun. But that's not the part. Of, I mean, I remember being there with my grandpa and my dad. That was fun. But on the way back, I think that's the first time I ever seen a limousine. And my grandpa, what's that? And like, he's like, oh yeah, that's a that's a limousine. Like, who's in there? It's like, he's like, oh, probably some rich guy just like hanging out with a bunch of girls with big fun bags. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, it's like, it's like fun. And like, my grandpa's in the whole like chest thing. Yeah. Like big, yeah, yeah. big breasts. I'm like, oh, fun bag. So like, we get home. Like, it's a long drive from Dodger Stadium out to fucking the de- high desert. So Victorville, which is between uh, LA and Vegas. Oh, I know Victorville. Yeah. That's, that's, I was actually born in Apple Valley. And so, were you really? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Look, I've I've been out there a handful of times. It's it's the most rugged area. Oh, it's awful to out be there. in. It's so bad. Yeah. So we get back, and um, you know, like my mom, my grandma, like they're there, and like, oh, how's the game? It's like, oh, it's like I don't remember exactly when down, but I definitely mentioned the fun bags, and like my mom and gra- <laughs> that was like one of the very few times my mom and grandma actually like united in one front and just like berated the shit out of like you know the two male figures in my life that is wonderful like what the fuck are you trying to teach him and uh i'm still super into big fun bags so that's all my grandpa i guess (laughs) jesus yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so going from there is uh, we had a couple noteworthy deaths this week. Uh, they're they're both big losses to the world. Uh, Billy Joe Shaver. Uh, I know Aaron's a big Waylon fan, and Waylon would not be the legend he is without Billy Joe Javer's songs. That's for sure. Oh no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, we brought him up last week, um, talking about just um, like Jerry who's Jeff. on the pantheon of like best singer songwriters. Well, he's up there, and he ran with that. He ran with that crew with Jerry Jeff. He lived it. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that like in his sixties, uh, murder's not the right uh, word. First of all. It was self-defense because in 2007 he was acquitted of it. Yeah, yeah. So again, or in 2009 he was acquitted of it. That's before said, a 2007. He murder. still killed a man outside of some bullshit bar like in just outside of Waco, in Corsicana. Yeah. In, no, it wasn't Corsicana. It was uh, this bar uh, right between Temple and Waco. So, uh, oh, just, like in Bellmead, just south. Yeah, Bell. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, Bellmead. Not Midway. It's Bellmead. Yes. Yeah. Kills a fucking guy. <laughs> And uh, he didn't seem like he sweated it too much, and he got off. So the guy, this guy lived. He lived the song. Yeah. So the guy pulled a. I think the guy pulled a knife on Billy Joe. And at this time, Billy Joe is like in his late sixties, early seventies, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and he's back. He's back in this alley, if I remember this correctly. Gets a gets a gun or gets a knife pulled on him. Billy Joe's just drinking there, like he's not even performing. From what I remember, guy pulls the knife. Billy Joe pulls a gun and says, "Hey, man, I'm gonna shoot you." Where do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy's like, well, no, it's cool. He's like, no, man, you like, I'm going to shoot you. Just tell me where you want it. And that's where I'll shoot you at. And then, yeah. So the guy died. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently the guy did not say foot. Yeah. Because <laughs> if he had said foot, I guess it would have been fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, um, you guys, you guys want to hear what uh, Billy Joe Shaver said to national public radio NPR Sure. I mean, yeah, I love uh, Bill Joe Shaver stories. I mean, great. Like, he was 70. He was 70 when he shot that dude. I hope I didn't want said that he 70. shot Coker because he said such a bully and that I hit him right in between the motherfucker. And that was the end of that. Yeah. He dropped yeah, right. to his weapons and he said, I'm sorry. And he said, well, if you said that inside, there would have been no such problem. right all right well we're all raising a glass to that bullshit right now i mean like it's great yeah oh my god that's great and um i i I hate to say it this way but i would say that sean connery had a way bigger impact on the world (laughs) and we lost him uh yesterday morning and my god think about it he was james bond (laughs) like i remember being like I was a kid. My mom was like, oh, God, that's Sean. Like, she would, the, you say the word Sean Carter to my mom, and she would just, like, get, like, red in the face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like my mom was probably, like, 60 years younger than him at the time. I don't know. <laughs> like, he had it. He was, he, Sean Connery was sexy. He was cool. He was charismatic. He beat his wife sometimes. But, it's, <laughs> you know, he's a man of his times. Yeah, I was, uh, I was talking with a buddy yesterday because um, we were – was it yesterday? No, it was Friday night. We were talking Friday night, and because we were lamenting Billy Joe Shaver, and just you know everybody that had passed, and he goes, "Man, this I don't think this week can get any worse." You know, we lose, we lost um, Jerry Jeff, and then you know we lose Billy Joe, and I go, and jokingly I go, "Well, there's still one more day and left in October," yeah. <laughs> and then I woke up yesterday no morning and fucking. Sean, and Sean Connery. Connery's dead, and I went, oh, God man. damn it, this is my fault. All right, so ra- round table, first movie you actually remember seeing with Sean Connery. What do you got? 
Ooh. It was one of the Bonds because my stepfather used to make me watch. I, w- I watch all the Bond movies with him, and my and my dad was a huge Bond fan. Um, God, I can't think of what it was. Aaron, well, he's thinking, what's the first one you remember actually seeing Sean Connery in? Oh, you guys, look, I, I've not actually seen Sean Connery in a Bond film. No, 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 any movie. Any, any movie. No, yeah, I, any. I got it. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to contextualize okay, fair enough. Sean Connery, right? First movie I saw him in? Uh, a bridge too far. Oh, okay, that's not bad. One. Oh, um, that's a good so, one. So, and I'm I'm not kidding. I rewatched it two weeks ago. That same week, I also watched The Rock. <laughs> oh, a month and a half ago. The Rock is so a month and good. a half ago. I watched. No, no, it was it was the start of October because I was still sober back in October. Did you watch Hunt for Red October? No. Uh, oh. Inglorious, no, oh, no, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, oh, and then, <laughs> and then a year ago, I know because I I bought my my bicycle a year ago, and I bought it when I was fucked up, and I was watching The Hunt for Red October the first yes. time, which is important because it had you know. Wait, the did you OG say for the first Jack time? Ryan, which was Alec Baldwin. We gotta give him passes because he told us two episodes ago he's never seen anything. So yeah. he's like playing catch up. God, but oh, so we can't. You can't. You can't get mad at him. But he's seen it now. Yeah. So I think Goldfinger is the first one that I'm because I'm looking at his Bond movies and I want to say Goldfinger is the the first mm. one where I remember him being in the movie. But so, I, like I always associate him with Hunt for Red October and oh, I lo- yeah, I mean, love the fact that like. Oh yeah, he's this—he's the greatest Russian submarine captain, with a Scottish accent. He's gonna be the. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, 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 He's yeah. gonna do a crazy Ivan. Yeah. So for me, so like I grew up, um, basically, there's a VH te- v, like you know. So I lived in Germany as a kid. So yeah. there's like a VHS tape, like you had to watch that a lot because there's nothing else okay. to fucking yeah. watch. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't. I think. Or I, you learn German. <laughs> I think I've seen Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Like fucking oh, yeah. thirty nine times in my life, yeah. And so I always like for me like I picture Sean Connery in my head as Henry Jones Senior. Junior, all the time. Junior. I mean, I love. Junior. I didn't see any of James Bond shit, so I was like old enough to like give a shit about Junior. that. But fu- yeah, oh, like your Indiana. The dog's name was Indiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, just for me, he's always. Indiana Jones' dad, and they both, like, fuck the same German spy, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> All right, well, that, uh, that that there's our weekly obituaries, I guess. Golly, that's getting oh, brutal. I'm hoping uh, next week... That, uh, was fi- well, I mean, that was 15 minutes dedicated to dead people between Halloween, Billy Joe Schaefer, and Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm hoping next week while I'm out that we don't have to talk about dead people. We'll yeah. see. But, uh, speak- oh, come on. Speaking of... Uh, let's go into real news, I suppose, is... Uh, we now have a new Supreme Court justice. Yeah, Amy Coney. Oh, some bitch. Amy Coney Barrett was sworn in. How great would it have been if she was Amy Comey Barrett? Like, she was uh, Comey's sister. Nice. That'd been fucking mm. dope. But she's not. So. Yeah, she was sworn in Tuesday as the 115th. Let me double check myself. Yeah, 115th justice. Um, lifetime nomination. She's 48 years old, I think. Uh yeah, and that's fucking crazy. She got in there with a four-vote margin, and uh, she's there to stay, people. So, yeah, RBG, yeah. RBG died at what eighty-five, eighty-seven. I can't remember. Yeah, 
eighties, late eighties. Yeah. And so this They're really So this they, this lady has potentially forty years of being a judge. Yeah, and she you're talking she's only been sitting on the bench for two, two years. years. So well, like as, her first well, decision. As a federal bench. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. she's only been sitting on a federal I think she was a, not even appellate court. Was it an appellate court? It was appellate. Yeah, she was sitting she's been sitting on an appellate court, uh, but two thousand eighteen was her first um her first opinion, her first judgment. Yeah, so this is another judge that Trump thinks is going to vote in his favor. And so far, I would say that the two that he's put on haven't always done what he thought. So, like, he has shown, like, frustration. Like, oh, I put them on. Why aren't they doing what I think they're supposed to do? Yeah, you're talking about Roberts and um, Kavanaugh? Uh, Kavanaugh and Gors- yeah. Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Yeah, so we got Burt and uh, Gorsuch. Neil? Uh, yeah, Neil? that sounds right. I know it's Brett, but I like Burt. I think. Oh, like yeah, that was Matt Weaver. Yeah, it was Matt Weaver. Yeah, the Honorable Burt Kavanaugh. But does he, look, he, <laughs> he looks like a Burt. And yeah. w- once you know that he loves beer, he's definitely a Burt. Hmm. Well, let me let me touch base on that real quick. Um, what I what I really do enjoy um, about Supreme Court not uh, nominations is that like there is partisan pushback. The reason I I don't like the idea of Kavanaugh is because it's the guy had serious allegations. Um, and it's quite frankly, it's like when you have a blemish on your record and a military service is if you even have the glimmer of a blemish on your military record, you are not due for your next promotion. Unless you're so Brett officer. Kavanaugh, Brett yeah. Kavanaugh well, they get the gets nominated, and it's like, guess what? There is there is a glimmer of a blemish on your record, and so uh, Dr. Blazy gets out there. She does her thing. Uh, he still gets nominated. Now, yeah, like what everyone, I do like just about like... what I do like about Kavanaugh is that he does try to do right by. The quote-unquote law. So, uh, so far, I do I agree. Do like, like he kind of stays. Bar- so the reason in the I middle. like Barrett is that Barrett is still a student of law and does due diligence and does not pass opinion the same way that say somebody like Donald Trump does, where it's at the drop of a hat, you're either a loser or a winner. Yeah, I think that's I think everything you're saying is pretty fair. Um, So she had a ruling that I thought was interesting. Uh, So Mm -hmm. a felon, what he took us to the federal court that he he took the federal court that he felt it was unfair that he could not own a gun and he was not a violent felon. He just was. Oh, God. I'd have to bring it up again. Hold on. Which this is a white collar crime. It was a white collar crime. Yeah, this yeah. He, about, he's though. a white collar criminal, and he's like, hey. This I, is while she was on the appellate court? Yeah, he's like, I don't get it. Why can't I own a gun? And it went all the way up to the Court of Appeals. And, you know, uh, I she basically she made a distinction between a, you know, a um, aggressive, a violent crime versus, like, yeah, this is a felony, but it's not the same felony as rape, murder, kidnapping, <coughs> robbery, so forth. And so, like, okay. I'll give you that. And so, like, you know, like, all right, um, I, I think I could be persuaded to agree with that. So, 
Yeah, Aaron, good point. Uh, she does seem like she takes a very nuanced approach. Uh, she's definitely done some other stuff. I'm like, eh, we're, we're trending weird. So but, yeah. What I, what I would expect out of her is that she would put as much dedication into the job as any other Supreme Court justice. Yes. Now, um, opinions do matter. And the Supreme Court does have the ability to write an opinion. And it's it's kind of like a really interesting thing that I didn't even realize. It's like when you enact legislation, you can you can suspend it, right? Yeah. Um, but you can also say why you're for it or why you're against it. Right, and yeah. why you, like, like I like. It's I always like super that, interesting, uh, like, the uh, dissent side. Like, someone always writes the dissent, mm-hmm. and I, find, I, I do find that very interesting about the Supreme Court. So did y'all have any, it, so we are talking about a Supreme Court justice here, and, you know, she is going to be, if she writes, you know, if she is the deciding vote, you know, any one of those seven justices, seven, nine, nine, seven, nine, nine. Yeah, sorry. Golly, it's six to three, and I'm trying to figure out what six to three equals <laughs> in my head. But, um, you know, they, they're in charge of a lot, and they're what they're they're ruling set precedents. You know, yes. Um, what if any opinions do y'all have? Do you think it was too big of a deal? Do you not think it? Do you think it was not big a deal enough on that one little question <clears throat> where they asked her what the five freedoms in the First Amendment were, and she named four of them? Well, I do know that to uh, as a broad brush, broad brush statement, the First Amendment is not that important to uh, conservatives unless it's about them tweeting. Well, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but I just I don't know what like what y'all's what y'all's opinions I, I would of have, that are. I would have a base expe- base expectation that someone who wanted to be Supreme Court justice who is. Their whole thing is like, hey, we are deciding if things are constitutional or or non or unconstitutional. Unconstitutional, yeah. Like, that's their job, is saying this is constitutional, this shit right here, not. So I would hope that um, she, the next time someone asks ask her that, she would know all five. Okay. Aaron, what do you think? None. I, I would just... What I would say is that I'd, I'd hope she would exercise uh, sobriety and caution in her decision. Um, I don't. I. I'm really hesitant about trusting anybody right now, um, and that's just because it's been a really tough, tough year politically. So. <clears throat> No, it makes when sense. I just, I'm just, I'm just cautious. Yeah, That's it. you know, I'm just. It was just curious to me because it's, and people made a big deal of the reason. It's curious to me is people made a <sighs> huge deal about it on both sides. So the the left is screaming that she doesn't know the she doesn't know the five, um, she doesn't know the five freedoms protected by the First Amendment. The right is screaming we don't fucking care. Like yeah. whatever, you know. Like enough of the nerd shit. And then this is the, the <clears throat> this is the week after the new or that Twitter suspends the New York Post account, uh, which they just let back up this week based on the Hunter Biden, um, the Hunter Biden laptop. But my question is: so going off of that, I'm sitting here looking at it, so I don't get to play. But I already know what my answer would be. Uh, can either one of y'all name all five freedoms? Nope. No. Yeah, and I think so. That's like y'all. So, have, so y'all had the perfect like, response then, because because you were so. I'm not gonna say you like you had an apathetic 
answer no, to my question. But I'm you're, apathetic. Like I'm you're smart like, enough I, to know what I know and don't know. Yeah, and you go, you look, I can't. And that's kind of where I was getting at is people are sitting out there judging about, you know, we, we should, as Americans, we should know. I could we should it. know our constitutional freedoms. and We should understand, but we don't. And that's the simple fact is that we're grossly misinformed about the, the way that the United States government works, operates, and how it protects us as citizens and how it works for us. But if I'm going to sit there and bitch and moan at her, then uh, I should probably know I what the know fuck I'm bitching and moaning about. Yeah, um, I mean, she seems qual. Honestly, she seems qualified. I, I, I think everyone likes to think that. Yeah, she clerked for Scalia, right? Every, just about every justice that a right winger is going to put forward is going to be like, oh hell no, they're going to give up the the barn, the farm, all of it. But um, uh, yeah, it's rough. Like Trump got, you, you in, know what? Within I'm one within here. one year, within one term, Trump got three justices. Some presidents don't ever get a justice. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> what are you saying, Aaron? Um, what I'm reading here is it sounds like when she dissents, it's, she's looking for clarification. Um, okay. So it sounds like it's, she's more, that's the sense that I get here. Um, you're saying after like, some, I, after some judges found the law unconstitutional. Barrett voted in favor of rehearsing cases. She was outnumbered, but the Supreme right. Court later That's about reinstated the, uh, the abortion one, right? Law, right? The uh, so it, the fetus must be buried like in a cemetery plot. <laughs> yeah, five. So like, I'm looking at all of her seventh uh, Seventh Circuit um, opinions that she's written, and there's uh, I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna attempt to count all of them, but there's only five dissents. Everything else is a majority or concurrence. Okay. So, yeah. No, I. So I think that like there was a lot of fear. There is a lot of fear amongst um, very liberal groups right now, um, and I I don't think that it's unwarranted. But because the nomination right. yes. came from the Trump administration, it's it's it, that it's that giving, fear it's is giving worse. Like everyone who had an abortion is going to get it the dead feet is put back into them and they must somehow bring it back to life and carry it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I um, don't think in this day and age you can have somebody that's younger than 50 years old because Amy is a very young judge. 48, yeah. I mean, like, she's very young, right? And that's been the trend is young justices, which is pretty fucking crazy. Like, She's going to have like a th- at least a 30, 35 year career at least. Oh, yeah. I would like somebody who's figuring. So she's 48 years old. So she spent maybe 20 years outside of law school and she's only spent two of those at a federal level. Yeah. Um, and then X amount of those were spent clerking. Um, hey, man, all I'm going to say is like, like, look at our age, our our age group and, and like the professional industry. I know some folks that have been working very hard and it's like. You know, I did my army career eight years. I didn't work that hard. I fucked off, dude. Yeah. You know, the hardest I ever worked was when I was in college after the army, when I was going to college full time and working full time, not just working full time, but I learned a trade, dude. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn right. Like, I'm chilling now. 
I get to podcast. But the good thing is, you could be chilling on the fucking moon because there's water on that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Fuck, man. I don't know what... I mean, so essentially... Yeah, yeah. So topic two, mother... Top, topic two, y'all, is there's water on the goddamn moon. This whole time, we thought it was dry. Dry like... Williamson County 50 years ago. Uh, dry like Williamson County in the 90s. Yeah. You had to be a member of <laughs> Applebee's to get a drink in that goddamn place. Yeah. We got Water on the Moon. So this is a game changer. Um, so the fact that they said so they found, they think they have discovered we're on the southern pole of the moon. There is enough frozen shit up there where, like, there's definitely water and that provides a um, source of water again yeah for uh astronauts so we hopefully have like a permanent establishment up there yeah and it's on the dark side is what they're saying yeah so pink floyd's up there (laughs) um oh and so you know on top of that so we got war on the moon i think that's a big deal um i think that opens i'm sorry it says in the sunlit parts so that oh wow that's good that means on the dark side even more (laughs) i think it opens up for that uh permanent uh you know inhabitants so I also saw this week that they had asked Elon Musk, like, hey, if y'all go to the moon as you have... Oh, stated, SpaceX? Yeah, SpaceX goes to the moon as they've stated they wanted to. We grab some Would you water. Uh, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> like, would you be uh, held accountable to, you know, American law? It's like, well, we're on Mars. No. I like it. <laughs> so I like it. So there's this chance. So if, Elon Musk comes up here a lot too. So if the Holocaust the, comes up a lot in our other one, and Elon Musk keeps coming up in this one, they're one and the same. <laughs> the next Holocaust will be committed by Elon Musk, guaranteed. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing you. Sorry, man. I was like over. I was like checking out my notes, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what yeah. We talk about, and then it's like you, all cost. Yeah, you got to keep up, you man. You got to keep up. This one's sorry. This one's off Did the it. dome. Like, so, but I mean, for me, like, I, so I saw this on the water on the moon, and then like yesterday, I saw where Elon Musk is like, no, no, no. If we go to Mars, uh, we're not gonna fall in any of y'all's law. It's like we'll just make our own or some shit. I'm like, uh, okay. So, and the big joke was because he's South African. Like, oh, he wants to do Mars apartheid. Oh man, <laughs> he wants to Mars apartheid that thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like so yeah. So, you know, we're going to get him all fucking spoiled. Water up. on the moon is the is the whole prompt for me when I'm like reading this a week ago. I'm like, "Oh, water on the moon." All that means is and Nestle's going to fly it, up there and exploit it. Fuck yeah, we got to get that Nestle no, water. Right. So this is this Ozarka? is what you guys get. The the first thing I think of is REM did that stupid ass song. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Andy Kaufman. Yeah, Man on the moon. Believe. And then and then I think about the first time I saw the Andy Kaufman movie with uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, See, I've which was that. it's called Man I'm on the not Moon. Not kidding. Yeah, Man on the Moon. It's called yeah, Man. Uh, Watch this for the first time six months ago. Yeah, with Jim Carrey, he and actually plays Andy Kaufman. I had the stupid REM song stuck in my head for like eight weeks, bro. So <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Well, no, I say take it back. Alex Jones swears that oh, Buzz Aldrin has called him and told him that there is life on Mars. And they were in contact with them on the moon. Just saying. Can you say that like the uh, the comedian from uh, the Andy Kaufman movie? Oh, shit. Jim Carrey? 
Uh, you know when uh, Jim Carrey, like, he goes and he plays, like, the dirtbag from Vegas? Well, Buzz Aldrin. I, I don't know that voice. Uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's doing Andy Kaufman's I voice. Could do a, I could do a, an Alex Jones voice. Probably. It's a really good Andy Kaufman movie. Um, it's, it's like, one of my favorite serious ones by him. Yeah. Like right There's water on the moon, and the frogs are going to turn gay. That's right. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, check it out. Um, so actually, and as I'm, so one, do y'all know how they figured, how they discovered this? Oh shit. There was, uh, some samples and there's just like this, I was reading about it. It's like something like the size of a pencil tip of frozen hydrogen. Yeah. So it's, it's molecules. It's water molecules is what they Yeah. Really? Um, But they discovered this on the back of a 737. What? So uh, they're using Sophia. What? Yeah, they're using Sophia, which is the Strategic Observer uh, Observatory for Infrared uh, Astronomy. Did you fly a seven thirty seven to the moon? No, no, no. So uh, I'm sorry, it's a seven forty seven. Sophia is essentially a modified Boeing seven forty seven SP aircraft equipped with a two point seven meter infrared telescope, and that's what they picked it up on. So they fly so this they thing. Flew it on a seven forty seven. Very technical. So they fly it. They fly it. Um, because how high up can a 747 go? Uh, 747 will get you up to like 50K, I think. So it's 50,000 feet, and it's got some sort of fucking... And that, I think that's 50,000 uh, 50, AGL above ground level. Okay, um, and, and it's got some sort of uh, satellite or telescope that they're using? Uh, yeah, so Sophia's mounted on the back of it, and they're just kind of doing like Pointing a sub... It up. Yeah, they're just kind of doing like a sub... Um, it's either going to be a... What am I trying to say? Sub atmosphere or an uh, extra atmosphere flight? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So someone, someone's up there like in a fucking oxygen tank. Well, on their it's face. no, they're at forty five thousand feet. No, okay. it's just attached to the back of the aircraft, and then oh. the, the entire aircraft, you know, is just turned into a, basically a mobile observatory. Wow. Um. Yeah. That's I mean, it's no different. It's no different than crazy. using aircraft and helicopters for like. Um, well, yeah, like the EWAC shit. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. But they're just pointing it up, and so they're using a seven forty seven, which can get. So it says max altitude is forty one or forty five thousand one hundred. I'm assuming that's above sea level, since the atmosphere is not going to change. Um, since your yeah atmospheric density is going to be the same. Um, so they're probably flying at like forty thousand, but it's modified, so maybe they are getting closer to fifty k, so they can man. Because uh, remember, you don't have all the passengers, but I guess it depends on how much weight all that equipment well, all is that taking. Equipment's up. gonna be heavy as shit too. Yeah. So while previous obs- uh, observations, but have it detected- doesn't have all my wife's shoes and makeup bags. So it must be no. super light. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, do you fly often with uh, your girlfriend? No, not yet. I'm uh, I'm on her benefits. Lucky starting you. Starting in January, so I'll probably be actually visiting you guys like on the weekends doing this you know yeah. who I mean? <laughs> in person west coast it's gonna be terrible dude yeah <laughs> I mean, it's can... gonna be a lot of fun yeah enjoy flying standby through lax so you can connect to get to austin well, fuck you man i'm not going through lax it's gonna be like going from portland or seattle yeah so if you fly to austin Great, if you fly to austin you're gonna your ass is gonna go through lax if you're on delta <laughs> Oh no no it's it's alaska dude alaska's oh alaska's dope alaska's american yeah, man. I think Alaska is American. Alaska is American. Yeah, American bought them, but it's a better service, I think. Yeah, it's it's still the One World Alliance. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the moon, which is not made of cheese. Apparently, it's made out of water. But um, so we're going to touch on a subject next that <laughs> major hub for Alaska Airlines. Major hub for Alaska Airlines is LAX. <laughs> well, there you go, Aaron. Sorry, buddy. 
All right. Sorry. It's okay. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm looking at it right here. <laughs> Quite literally. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So we don't... <laughs> I feel like we've never really tackled coronavirus dead on on this podcast yet. Oh, dead on? Dead hey. on. You know, so like... Hey. It's definitely like... It's, it's a part of just about every topic that we talk about, but we've never really talked about it directly. So in this case, today we will actually address... COVID-19. Mm, fucking Macron. So in um in Europe, who was kind of the first to really experience just like the, well, I live in China, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck those guys. You know, like Asia. Yeah, so Europe, it was hit pretty hard, and so they locked shit down, kind of how we mirror doing it in, uh, in North America. However, there's now a huge rampant upsurge, and apparently this is still wave one, which whatever, Dr. <coughs> Fauci. So Germany, France, and now the UK are all issuing national lockdowns. So they at once opened the entire economies back up to, I think, like 75, 75%, not quite 100%. And um, now we're back to a four-week lockdown, and their lockdown is a lot different than an American lockdown. The American lockdown, as James and I can attest to, and we'll get Aaron's perspective here in a second. I mean, for us, a lockdown meant was just we a just name couldn't only. go like, to we just couldn't go to the bar. Yeah, it was just a name <laughs> only. That was it. We just couldn't go to a bar. That was all. Like there wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. Like we're still wearing masks everywhere inside and all that shit. Like that's that's still part of our lives. But really, now, nothing really nothing changed for me other than like there was our some gym st- was shut down for like yeah, two months. Our gym was shut down, and I couldn't get water for my CPAP. Like I couldn't get distilled water for my CPAP. Yeah, so, I mean things weren't awful in America. However, so starting on this upcoming Thursday in England, so for our UK audience, we're working on a correspondent for you guys. We know we're <laughs> sorry uh, for the UK. So this starts Thursday, November 5th, and uh, this is pretty much what's going to transpire in Germany and France. So I found a good article just on what the fuck's going to happen in the UK. It's going to be similar. They are not allowed to mix indoors of other households unless they're in some sort of child care plan. Okay. Yeah, so if, so, uh, if you go into this month, you need to either... Be with everyone you want to interact with, or it's going to be very hard to. You know how dope that would be if they would quarantine us, like a legit <laughs> quarantine, and we just got to pick. They said, "Okay, your quarantine yeah, yeah, starts Friday." Oh, you got a draft, yeah. And so, oh my god, Aaron, like I would fly you down and go, "Okay, let's pick our quarantine team," and then we'll grab, uh, dude. <laughs> we'll grab, we'll grab you. Well, no, I think we should go to Aaron because that way no, I no. can smoke weed. Oh, okay. Oh, look, man. But does Brittany want to go on. up there during like, the... She I'm doesn't like cold weather. With enough weed for at least a month. Yeah, she doesn't do cold weather. So you can't she's take... About, she's about to. Yeah, you can't take her to Tacoma. <laughs> All right, she might get into it. I don't know. Yeah, so these guys are stuck, like, in one household. Uh, they are... So they are allowed to meet one other person outside for recreation so they can exercise. Oh, so you and I can still get running cold together. Banging. Still run. And we're banging outside. As long as it's outside, Aaron. You can't take that indoors. 
It's France, so that's probably publicly accessible. Well, I mean, this is there. this is the UK, which I'm sure various degrees in France. Oh, I'm Germany. looking at yeah, I'm looking at the one from. I'm sorry, I'm oh, looking man, at I a different article. I can't wait to see what's going to pop up on uh, like Red Tube. So what? Oh God! <laughs> what can you leave home for? Education to go to work, unless it can be done from home. Outdoor exercise, either with household members or with one person from another household. Uh, medical shit's fine. To <laughs> To escape injury or harm. So if your house is on fire, you can go outside. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> to care for the vulnerable or volunteer. Uh, that's a loophole right there. Uh, to shop for food and essentials. To see people in your support bubble. So they allow you to create a support bubble. Oh, uh, okay. So maybe, Aaron, you get pushed in the support bubble. That way we're not living in Tacoma. And thankfully, for all you children of divorce out there, Children will still be able to move between homes if their parents are separated. Oh man, I still get to go to Chuck E. Cheese every other weekend. Yeah, like like <laughs> your, your dad can uh, your dad can leave you at home for three hours. Wake up. I've out for still a pack never been to a Chuck E. Cheese, by the way. Oh, that's because your parents. So this is this is fun fact. All three of us are children of divorce. Oh yeah. Uh, oh hey yeah. Yeah, Cody's was amicable. His parents still talk. Uh, yeah, they're good. Uh, my mine, mom mine was, was gay not after a- she got divorced from my dad. You said she was gay. She's gay now. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, she just got married to a woman. What? Uh, they live I know, I, and I understand what gay means. Like, I, I understand she got married to a woman. I but... wasn't sure if you were pulling my leg on that one. Are you for real? Yeah. I oh, thought... but dude, that's sweet. That's awesome. I just don't yeah, know that we've oh ever talked God. about oh, your oh my mom. God. It's it's really funny. My mom, before she met her wife, she's she's out in Tacoma with me, and she's like all baked, right? We smoke a bleasy. <laughs> and she goes, she like looks at me. She goes, Aaron. Take me one of those dyke bars. I was like, Mom, we don't say that around here. <laughs> Wait, but okay. she's living out. She's she's still living out in the she's Midwest, in San right? San Angelo. Oh, that's right. No, she's in San Antonio, not San Angelo, I thought. No, San Angelo. My she's sister's in fucking in San, San Angelo. Antonio. Have you ever been to San Angelo? No. Uh, highway, no, I haven't. There before. So Highway 67, which runs right through the middle of Dallas and uh, Fort Worth. Yeah. And then the next big city you hit is Cleburne. And then two Cleburne, hours yeah, and yeah. then two hours west of that is St. Angelo. Right, yeah. And 67 goes right past the Lowe's, the Home Depot, and the Graham Central Station. Right. That's like one of the only <laughs> Graham's. So I had a yes. friend, from, friend from high school played ball at San Angelo State, and... Like Graham Central Station. I got accepted there. Like one year, like he like we saw him like two months later. He's like, yeah, man, at Graham's Mudvayne came. Yes, he saw Mudvayne at San. Angelo I mean, State. I saw I saw Evans Blue and Breaking Benjamin at Graham's in Waco. Dude, yeah. So, all right, Aaron. Uh, Aaron, so, Aaron, hold on. <laughs> Do you know what a Graham's is? Have no, you seen stop, that place? Stop, stop. I have a really important question to ask, Aaron. Okay, Aaron. <laughs> is your dad really pretty? No, he How's that? Like, no, he da- looks like him. Is your dad really pretty? Like, is he like kind of feminine looking? No, my my dad looks like Jeff Goldblum. He does. Oh, that's hot. No, but dude, like, there's a picture of my right, dad well, you, that looks like. Well, like, your dad can never meet, can never meet my wife. <laughs> that's fine because like the chances of my dad actually coming around are zero. But when I was a kid, when he God, was that hurts. Still that hurts around, so bad. When he was still around. I'm not. Oh, oh man, this is really good. You guys are gonna love this. I'm not even kidding. I was just hoping you guys like really So like we all should know. I'm like five, six, maybe five or six years old, and my favorite movie 
besides Star Wars came out. Oh, Jurassic fucking Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park came out, This right? drunk piece of and shit was screaming like a velociraptor when Jurassic World came out in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, it's great. Like, like, I'm... I'm so young that I'm confused by this movie and like Jeff Goldblum looks just like my old man. I'm not kidding. That's crazy. Like, and go back to 94. How how tall is your dad? Give him a very military haircut. And that's, that's what my dad looks like. Just not as charming or cool. You, you kind of look like Jeff Goldblum too. So I guess it, it runs in the family. Like you got a little taste of it. Which is a Thanks, compliment. Man. It's a compliment. All right. So with this COVID-19 thing, I'm looking at a oh, chart yeah. now. Oh, yeah. We got to get back to actual, like, important shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for me, the worst part about How this. How did we come about this? Oh, we were talking about divorced parents. And I was going to say all oh, three yeah. of us had divorced. And it, yeah, you know, yeah, like the Chuck E. Cheese joke is just a thing that divorced kids understand. So in, se- oh, yeah. so in September, the cases were fucking nothing. Like, so number of new coronavirus cases per day. In the UK, per The Guardian, which I think is pretty trustworthy. Oh, my God. It was negligible. Negligible? Negligible. Negligee. 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 (laughs) Heirloom. And so today, (laughs) the end of October and fucking November, they're up there in, like, they spiked to, like, 29,000. They're, like, back down to, like, 23,000. This is all UK? Yeah. This is just the UK. Jesus Christ. So France is way... Which, I mean, in America, I think it's like there's 100,000 new cases a day or something. Uh, yeah, I'm actually getting... Uh, Statesman only had like 100 cases yesterday. Uh, but no new deaths. We haven't had new deaths in like a week or two Yeah, in so, well, what, what um, they found is people are not dying of it anymore. I think a morbid way to look at it is the people who are going to die from this shit immediately... Are going to die. ...already died of it. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all can get mad at us in the comments section. So whatever. What's what's really interesting about France, right? So the, it, a lot of it was pretty close, and I'm looking at uh, basically Emmanuel Macron's uh, guidance on this. So stay at home. Uh, it's it it is really truly like a prison sentence if you're reading through this stuff. Um, you get a stay at home order except to exercise for one hour a day. Wow! Outside exercise one hour. Complete shutdown of restaurants and bars, yep. obviously. Non-essential shops close. Got it. A travel ban between regions, which means the different like states within. Yes. You can't go from Champagne to Nietzsche. Oh, I was thinking like there was no France to Germany. You're saying in France. A travel ban between so you're regions. So go- you're not going from Brittany to Nietzsche. You're not going from... Saxony to... Well, Saxony's in... Well, yeah, Germany. That's Germany. Yeah. But yeah, all that shit. Oh, wow. So... And the only reason I say that is because uh, closing some external borders, which so they're closing some external borders, but you still can't travel within your country. Um, That'd be like, anyone outside. So this is for us the, to be cool. Like we'd be stuck in Texas, which is the size of France. Yeah, <laughs> Texas is bigger than France. Remember that. Yes. Um, so, and you think the French would have not wanted to do this after I don't know, like the 30s and the 40s, but. Anyone outside their homes will have to carry a document justifying their excursion, which can be checked by police. Where's your papers? Yeah. Right? Where is pa- your papers? Uh, the, new, papers? the new paper, La Parisian. La, yeah, fuck it. La, La Parisian. You can't say French words, you fucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. La Parisian said the office of the French prime minister has confirmed that people will be allowed 
only up to one kilometer from their home. For those of you that don't understand the metric system, for those of you that don't understand the metric system, that is about 0.605 miles. Oh, fuck my life. 0.61, something like that. That'd be terrible. Well, you know what? France, and this, this is my segue, mind you. France needs this because right now everyone is stabbing each. Well, not everyone. Uh, there are I'm trying to word this delicately. Delicately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is drunk. We can review, all right. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, yeah. So I bought him. A, I bought him a growler. At, there's a there's a uh, brewery, Aaron, a couple blocks away. It's and, a mare's name uh, with fucking yeah. So I got six. I got him a. I got him their uh, Oktoberfest, which is this beautiful not, like not dark Martin. Yeah, it's this beautiful dark Martin. Nice. And uh, it's nice. seven, it's seven point six, but it's really sweet too, so it goes down really easy. Like it's this awesome sweet mash, uh, but it's seven point six. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't wait <laughs> to talk about beer in another episode because I do have opinions, and thank you for bringing that up. Oh, uh, I have opinions. A good Mars and a good Oktoberfest. Great, always awesome. fun. Anyway, so in in France, <laughs> but also, does it get you drunk? Yes. Oh it does. yeah, it does. It's seven point six. Good. I had one yep. yesterday, and I was like, nope, I'm good. Yeah, I had one. Yep. I was like, eh. rock and roll. Yeah. So in France, uh, a couple weeks back, a some fucking teacher decides to show his students a cartoon of Muhammad, and cartoons of Muhammad in France never goes well. Yeah, this was. Oh yeah, that didn't turn out good. Uh, Charlie Hebdo, a few years back, I don't know what year exactly. So they Hebdo was in two thousand and it was Obama years, sixteen. I think. So it was maybe two, it, it was Trump. It was two thousand sixteen because we uh, we were actually I was actually deployed during that, and we had people over in France. Yeah. So so this is. You know, one of numerous times. So this teacher showed a cartoon of Muhammad. I think I I have to go back and like really dissect it, but I think Charlie Hebdo took up the cause, who they're always known to do that. Uh, once this teacher, so some students broke into his house and beheaded him. Uh, yeah. Two students th- beheaded him. Ugh, I thought it was in front of the school for some reason. It could be, but this teacher is beheaded. So he had some uh, Islamic students. They beheaded him. So now France has had a series of, because mind you, in Europe, gun ownership is not very high. It's hard to get a gun in Europe. Uh, it's not like Texas where I just sit there for 15 minutes and somebody just like. Yeah, where I go to the gas station. I'm like, oh, ping, ping, gun, ping, please. Ping. Oh, hey, yeah, cool. You have a gun. Yeah, in Europe, you you don't. So stabbings are big. So there's been a rash of uh, stabbings perpetuated by Islamic French citizens or migrants, whatever. It's kind of a mixture of both. So I'm not trying to be derogatory. Well, here. you got there's a there is a massive well, French a, Muslim population yes, because you need to take, look at their presence in Algeria. A, they take on a ton of Algeria uh, Moroccans, Algerian. Because those were all French provinces, exactly. and they, they all speak French. And so, at some point, they're allowed <laughs> the to Ivory Coast absorb back into the into France. I don't think that's really the case so much. Like when we were in France uh, three years ago, like anyone selling you trinkets outside of the Eiffel Tower was. You know, uh, African. they were African. They were yeah. African at least, like from the continent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get a lot of so uh, there's a big Ivory Coast. You get a lot of Algerian, Moroccan. Um, oh God, what's the other? And we've really seen that. One? Like, what was it? How many years ago was the uh, Albania, the orange Albania. Ve- like the orange vest protest? Remember the yes, vest? that was only like two years ago or so. 
So, I mean, there's been a lot of unrest involved with, you know, migrant populations, minority mm. populations in France. So France is a powder keg and they currently have a president who he's not necessarily as, um, what's I'm looking for? Controversial as Trump, but yeah, Macron. Macron has certainly taken up the stance that we should be allowed to show this cartoon because we have freedom of speech in France and that's super important. And, <sighs> And, you know, honestly, it's, it's religion and politics and it doesn't belong there. I do think I agree that, first of all, there aren't really any true depictions of Muhammad doesn't exist. So whatever cartoon they're showing is going to be complete bullshit. <laughs> but I think you should be allowed to show a picture without getting beheaded. But I also, just like in America, like in Dallas a couple years back, there's that stupid-ass Muhammad cartoon drawing uh, contest, they called it. And yes, it, that's the fucking... And it was met with, you know, so these guys showed up to attack it, and they're met with violence because they knew it. So the bunch of Texans put it on, they knew they were going to get dissenters. And so they all showed up with guns. Like, I don't believe that you should ever just have something that's so um like you know it's offensive you yeah. kn- you know you're being an asshole i don't agree with that speech whatsoever all right i'll say my piece and then both of y'all can hop on my ass for this so i don't believe that religion and politics should ever mix basically so i know what my religious views are i know where i stand um based on my christian views but I also don't believe that you have you, to make everyone else think it too. Correct. That you should subscribe to my views. Now, religion and politics goes something like this in my head. Just because I'm not allowed to do it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to do it. So if I don't believe in abortion, what does that tell me? That tells me I can stick to blowjobs and anal, but I can't have an abortion. That doesn't tell well, me. You can't have it anyways because you have a womb. <laughs> correct. But that also doesn't tell me, or that what that also tells me is that because it's against my religion, I can't do it. If you don't share the same faith as I do, that you can't do it. What I like to do is when I get into these conversations with people and they go, but it killing babies is unnatural, this, this, and this. And I go, great. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Tell me your thoughts on Sharia law. Fucking Muslims and fucking Islam and this, this, and this. And I go, great. So do you have a problem with Sharia law being implemented here in the United States? And they go, yes, I do. And I go, why? And they go, because it's not my religion. I go, that's the exact same way those people feel every time that you vote your religion into politics. You're forcing your religion onto them so you can stop bitching and moaning. Oh, the people most upset about Sharia law would love Sharia law if it was Christian law. Exactly. (laughs) And and that's that's the issue that I have with it is, is you can stop bitching and moaning about other people forcing their religion onto you because you're doing the same thing every time you bring your religion into your politics. Leave your religion mm-hmm. at your church and in your house with your family. If you could take the, like, the verbiage for Sharia law, like, just calling it verbiage, and you controlled F, replaced all, Muhammad for Jesus, and they have like, hell yeah, this looks good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't, that's my little... That's my little oh, and it only fits in here because we're talking about... You were talking about a, a country that, um, next to the United Kingdom, basically tried to colonize the entire world. Also, yeah, no, I mean, and so they've created such dissent over the way that they've the that only <laughs> over hundreds of years of just slaving an entire continent out the way they did. 
and then now like as borders start to open up and you know the the over information that we get you're getting this you're you're gonna get this retaliation especially because people are just gonna be dicks about it and still look down on an entire religion an entire nation which we don't fucking condone are pretty little loggers i definitely said it in the uh yeah in the legal intro don't condone it all right, so we're going to move on to That's our wrap-up feel-good session, and it's all Spooky Town related. First off, we got ourselves a, a haunted car wash, which I think is a really good idea. Like, I was reading about it, and it made a whole lot of fucking sense. Like, so it says you, uh, I forget which town it's actually in, but um, you, it's, it's a car wash. You, you actually drive in, your wheels lock, and you have to go through the car wash. And it really makes a lot of sense. Like, like I don't know. I'm sure a horror movie's done it, but just the whole idea of like being trapped in your car and shit coming up to you and scaring you. Oh yeah, it's great. I, I mean, that's that that's good stuff. Like, it makes a whole lot of sense. And I know at the end of the article they talked about um, uh, a lot of it, pro like parts of proceeds going towards charity, which I think is fantastic. But yeah, that that that's some good spooky town shit. Just like a socially distance, COVID safe. Spook. I liked it. I'm I'm really glad to see uh Americans having fun in a really tough year, man. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that as far as my comment on it. You know? No, I mean what did uh what did you do for Halloween last night, Aaron? Got shit faced, dude. What did you do? Fuck. Well, where'd you on. where'd you get shit faced at? Okay, um uh I I went to uh at least two bars that James been to. The same two oh, bars yeah. that oh, I, a little bar hopping, that's to. cool. Uh, did you go to um, the three? Was it th- uh, the? Um, oh damn! The, the tap house. The tap house. I did go to the tap room. Yeah, the tap yes. room. That place is legit. I, man. And the mule. I still wear that t-shirt all the time. I fucking love that Good. shirt. I've seen that shirt. You should, man. Went to the mule too. I, in fact, um, uh, the the one koozie I protect right now is the one from um, Edison City Alehouse. Uh, that's the one that sits on my shifter. That's like my last minute no shit need a koozie, but that's the one I protect and I've yeah. ever used. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. So uh, that's fun. So you weren't sitting around trying to wait for trick or treaters. So <laughs> Jabe and I, and the wife, and my and wife, parents, my family, sister. my sister, my niece, uh, both my sister or two out of three sisters, I guess I should say. Yeah. Um, we thought like, oh man, it'd be so rad if we back up a truck to the end of a driveway, drop the tailgate. Put some candy out in the beer trough. We even put a little spooky go- a spooky witch in there. Yeah. Nice. And we are going to hang on the front yard. We got a fire going. We had our benches, our chairs, beer. We're having fun. Five fucking trick-or-treaters over God, yeah, four we hours. S- we set up at like we set up at like, like right 435, at and I think I rolled out of there like 830 or 9, something like that. Dude, five it, pe- we were begging people to take co- uh, candy from us. Like adults walking their dogs, like, come on, <laughs> do you want candy? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was screaming to people like, Jake, fucking hey guys, candy. I, I, uh, we got back. Uh, we went to a couple of bars in the neighborhood, and we came by to really – I had to change, man. My my costume was so tight. <laughs> oh, your costume was so tight. Oh, mine was all dick. Oh god. Oh fuck, man. I I couldn't even breathe, man. That was the first oh, thing. Shit. The first thing I saw when Cody walks up in this red onesie, I was like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> nice dick." And that's really <laughs> what it was. Oh, because it was just you saw every outline on the twig and berry. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Yeah, like you could see, like you could you could get like between head 
shaft and mushroom head, all of it. Yeah. Oh, there was veins. Like if I really wanted to, I probably could have counted the sperm in his testicles. That's how tight it was. <laughs> yeah, it was all it was all there. Yeah, so that was our Halloween last night. Uh, trunk or treaters and COVID have really fucking sucked us dry as far as trick or treaters goes. Yeah, so I'm glad. Like like Aaron said, I am so happy to see people out there actually enjoying Halloween. So that's fucking rad. Yeah. So on to more spooky news. We had a zombie deer. Uh, that deer. Oh man! So folks out there, if uh, just Google Illinois, Illinois trail cam catches zombie buck, and just be prepared to be amazed. Uh, you know, um, what's looking for the um, tenacity of the life? Tenacity, the, the tenacity of life. The unwillingness to die after a harvester has run over you. The audacity to keep going. What were you saying? That, yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? Dude, so I hate watching Halloween movies. I don't like the blood and gore. I don't like the fucking jump scare shit, right? <laughs> I love that and stuff. And so, like, Anthony, my my best friend, my fucking girlfriend, they're just like, Aaron, Aaron, let's watch. Let's watch spooky stuff. Let's watch spooky stuff. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, fuck it. Let's fucking watch it. You know, watch it. so go watch all this bullshit, and I hate it. I cover my eyes and everything. No spooky. This fucking prayer. clickbait jumps up on my Facebook. I watch it, and I'm like, "That's fucked up," and I haven't stopped watching it. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting, and well, it's it's so sad because it's. I mean, I like deer tastes good, but I don't want to oh, see a fucking so dead good. deer, right? You know. This deer is going to be dead <laughs> yesterday. I mean, it was walking around like so. Um, it had no right to be still walking around. We'll figure out how to do this. Um, I guess we'll, we'll have to get a link up in the in the Instagram or something for I y'all to see I this. Can, uh, but, I think like a phone record thing, maybe. Um, honestly, up, like honestly, if y'all just get out there and you look up zombie deer. Um, zombie so deer. The first thing Illinois. that's gonna like, yeah, you need to do Illinois because there's actually a zombie deer disease. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about yes. that. There is an actual zombie deer. And is that from... I know what you're talking about. And that's from uh, mushrooms, right? Like yeah. yeah it's fungi. Al- yeah, they're almost doing... It. It's almost like... Um, they uh, kind of like take over some like the motor... Uh, I'm trying to think of the damn... There's a... Uh, I'll think of it here in a second. I read uh, a book about cordyceps. This. It's almost like cordyceps. Cordy- it's almost like cordyceps, but cordyceps yeah. generally intends to affect like smaller animals. Yeah. Mm. I, I read a really interesting book about this called God, cold chamber like two years ago about this like disease that will reanimate dead shit and then go eat other dead shit and create more dead shit to reanimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it called the Nemesis Program? Oh, is it? A t- are they doing the T virus? It's very T virus like. You have. You I have just no watched idea. that movie. No, no, for you're the talking about Resident Evil. I know you're talking about Resident Evil. Um, you just watched? Did you watch the first one? Or did yeah, you watch- the second one. Okay, yeah. So the first one, tell me how sick that was when the lasers, when the lasers turn into squares and then they rotate forty five degrees, and just cut through the guy in the hallway, <laughs> and he just like slides apart. Oh, I love, I love Resident Evil. As soon as every every game that comes out, that's like one of those games that I buy at day one. It's childhood. Oh, really? Yeah, it's childhood. Okay. For me. Okay. And okay. then our last nightmare for the week is. Should we join a pyramid sex cult? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. Did you hit on the... That's not the last one. We still got more spooky news. Oh, shit, guys. Sorry. I thought we were talking about that already. All right. Did we? T- I don't think we touched on it. 
No. So here, local in Texas, a guy up in, in Dallas. Uh, DFW, he is an artist, and he's been commissioned a few times for different shit, and his neighbor's like, hey, man, you should really decorate for Halloween. And boy, did he. <laughs> so he's got all these like dead bodies, massacre corpses in his fucking yard, and people walking their dogs keep calling the police on him. So... <laughs> It's essentially a public health crisis in this fact that, like, or a public... Uh, like, nuisance? It's like it's an eyesore? Yeah, like a funding issue. It's like, we keep having to send cops to this guy's Oh, yeah, 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 that's what it was. So, uh, yeah, Stephen Novak in uh, Dallas, Texas is... Uh, hats off to you, sir. Like, he's got, like, full-on police officers showing up, like, uh, sir, sir, who are these people? Like, I'm sure yeah. they, have, they probably have, like, missing person cold cases wondering if they've got them solved. Yep. It's so convincing that his neighbors, like, what, like the ones who aren't in on the joke, are just like, "What the fuck? This is not good." But um, that reminds me. Have you seen Down Ranch? Uh, those two houses with like the hanging body bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, Aaron, what he's talking about is there's a uh, there's a house um, at the very end of his block on. Um, right his, across from the Baptist Church. Yeah, yeah. It is quite literally right across, <laughs> right across the park. So there is a house. You cross the street, there's a house, and then that house backs up into the parking lot of Crestview Baptist. Um, but the guy had... Uh, it was just had one. Tra- had two trash bags. bags. Yeah, he had trash bags with duct tape, and they were human stuffed shape. to look like human body bags in there. Um, it's pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, it's pretty good. good. Pretty good. So hats off. You know, everyone out there, you're listening to tomorrow, Monday. Just think fondly of s- spooky season. Yeah. It went too fast. Because now we are fucking full stream ahead, full steam ahead, too. Well, it's basically Christmas now. Yeah. It's already Christmas. Yeah, we're into Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Macaulay Culkin movies from now until fucking New Year's, bro. Goddamn right. We're watching Elf every day until this thing's over. <laughs> there you go. We can watch, we can watch Die Hard over Lethal and over Weapon again. over... Oh, I think Lethal Weapon's a better Christmas movie. Whoa. Whoa. I think we're going to lose the listeners because uh, of that comment. Better than Home Alone? Well, no. Home Alone's fantastic. But Lethal Weapon is a great Christmas movie. There's a shootout in a Christmas tree farm. Where, <laughs> uh, better than Home Alone? Uh, better wait. I, you Home, think it's you think it's Home better. Alone does not have a hooker falling to her death listening to Jingle Bell Rock. You have a dog named Hans Gruber, and you're telling me that why didn't you name him Riggs or Murtaugh? Well, if you think Lethal Weapon is a better Christmas movie than we Die have Hard. that in the short. There you go. If there we, you go. If good we, argument. If good, we ever have children, good man. Riggs and Murtog are on our short list. <laughs> all right, of names. If we ever have children. Hmm. So yeah. Sure. Anyhow, sure. He's a he's a fake. Don't listen to him, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, Lethal Weapon's better. better phony. Christmas better Christmas. <laughs> this guy's <movie>. a phony. <laughs> And speaking of sex. Oh, yeah. Speaking of sex, so... Uh, we have one more thing to cover, and then we'll outro this bit. Yeah, this is our this is our happy segment, and normally this wouldn't go in the happy segment, but I put it in the happy segment because I think it's fucking awesome. So, Nexium, uh, everybody should know it as Vanguard, um, which is a multi-level marketing scheme that was in the, that made huge news, what, like three years ago? I think 2016, 17, something like that. The founder of it... Um, in fact, your youngest sister and I were talking about this yesterday because one of the chicks from one of the actresses from Smallville was like number five up in this entire pyramid. Yeah, and uh, um, out of another. So one of the other ways that like it got funded was the 
daughter of whoever runs Seagram's. Allison like, Mack. Like Seagram 7 and shit like yes. that. Is like, she was in the cold, so she was getting a ton of money funded in. Yeah. And so I, I, the best part of it is, and I was thinking about it earlier, every multi-level marketing scheme is always one partner swap away from a Nexium. That's right. So anyways, the, yeah, the founder, um, the founder of this Keith Rainier, uh, and I'm sorry that it's, it's close to your heart there, Aaron, but it's Keith Rainier, R-A-N-I-E-R, and there's an E on the end of it. So oh, maybe you love Rainier. Oh, I have no, I have nothing about Rainier that I'm attracted to. Okay. Um, it's, it's spelled differently, but also like around here, if, if we could rename, we would. What, what, wait, why is anyway? Yeah. Hold on, let me finish my thought and then I want to know that one. Anyways, so this guy yeah. Keith Rainier just uh, got 120 years, um, and it's so remember that when your high school friends hit you up and say, "Hey, do you want a way that you can make thousands of dollars working from home?" and it's probably gonna be sucking dick. It's yeah, there <laughs> there is a potential 12 inch sex toy in your future. Let's go back to how, well, no, first of all, like, how do you go from I too can make you successful in real estate to Yes, I could, but first we, you have to fuck me. Like that's a that's a big leap. I don't know. Big leap. Anyways, wait, so, wait Aaron, what, what's this whole deal about Rainier? So I don't. I guess I don't know the namesake of it. So I'm not. Is he like some super old is slave he, owner? Okay, so, uh, slave owner. This is, uh, guys, guys. Did I, he kill Indians? I, I, I'm worried about this segment because it could be close to boring. Um, geographical uh, history. Western Washington, we have Mount Rainier, 14,500-foot uh, volcano. Um, it's pretty it's very beautiful. It's pretty sick when you see it from um, the distance. It's, 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 it's called Mount Rainier, right? Um, indigenous name, the OG, the real motherfucker, right? Um, it's Mount Tahoma. Okay. So, uh, you know, Rainier, okay. nobody around here is attracted to the name Rainier. It's, it's, it's what it is. It's old school. It's fine. Got it. But, you know, if you're fucking OG, it's Tahoma. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Tahoma sounds yeah, cooler. Just, so this wasn't a right? Columbus came over and killed all the indigenous people but with Tahoma, polio blankets. This but is Tahoma, no, Tahoma but it might as well be. But, I mean, like, that's another that's another type of podcast, you know what I mean? I mean, it's this one, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, all right, I, can, so, I can sit there and talk to you about it for a while. All right, like, you so. You talk about Texas. <laughs> so pretty loggers, we stand Mount Tahoma. Yeah, I, th- I like Mount Tahoma. I get behind that. Uh, now, Dope. now I did they make a Tahoma beer? Does it taste as good as Rainier? Because Rainier is good. Uh, beer. Well, I mean, yes, that 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 actually does that. Okay, yeah. So I'm, now I know what I drink when I'm up there. I'm gonna drink Tahomas. Yep. Well, my dear friends, that's gonna end up for this week. So. We touched on a lot of things, and really, I, I, I want to have a little uh, a message going into election week. So this is, we listen to this tomorrow. Tomorrow's Monday, November 2nd. November 2nd. It's a full day before November 3rd. We have the fucking election. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to elect. I almost wonder if we should take that week off. No. Absolutely, gonna be out. absolutely not. We have to elect a whole new, well, not new ass. Either a new ass term or a new ass president. Uh, we'll see what the fuck happens. So tomorrow, as you're listening to our nonsense, just appreciate the fact that 
as of now, we still live in the United States of America where we have always, 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 we have always done did this. Where we have always enjoyed a peaceful transition of power. We have always respected the results of an election, um, though I'm sure most people would agree with that over 2016. Yeah. Whatever. We're still United States of America, I think. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Just don't be whiny pieces of shit if your guys lose. It's going to be okay. If Trump wins another four, fuck it. It's going to be fine. We'll get there. If Biden wins another four, just take your fucking no more bullshit flags down and just hope that in 2024, Junior runs and you've got your guy back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he could still run again in 2024 if he loses because you're only... Well, at that point, he's probably like 80-something. Yeah. But whatever. True. At this point, we're only we're only electing men who are over the age of 76, so whatever. Yep. I mean, at that juncture, I might actually vote for a motherfucker. Mm. Yeah, why not? But like, uh, I mean, like, oh, bro, I mean, like, you got one foot in the bag. Why not? Why not? Yeah. So we just... I urge you as Americans just to... Have faith in the process. Have faith that it's going to be okay. I know there's many people out there who are like, Cody, you are white. You're vaguely Christian. You're married. <laughs> all that stuff. Nothing's threatening you. Like, And you are correct. And for that, I do apologize. Uh, same with these guys. I would, <laughs> I'm pretty much speaking for my other two ghosts as he well. Doesn't, he doesn't speak for me. I don't apologize for shit. But... It's going to be fine. I do <laughs> I, I do. do hope for the best for anyone who feels marginalized. And I hope the best for all of us. Yeah, me too. Goddamn amen. We'll see what happens. But that said, I will be out next weekend. So it's up to these two. Oh, God. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be up to these two motherfuckers, <laughs> our JM and our West Coast correspondent, Aaron, to... <laughs> to you try know, there's to a couple things that we can do for that, right? Sure, try to, to guide you like, into the new like, world or to Sherpa to serious Sherpa, options there. To, to Sherpa we us. could just we could be like, look, man, we're gonna go into a country music seance. You're like, What's that? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? You're like, bro, it could be you've got an hour to listen to one artist on repeat and drink whiskey and I can't, then you have I can't to get do on the fucking work, radio okay I work Monday mornings I can't be doing that could be a good week <laughs> it could be a good week just to turn the mic turn this big yeti microphone thing on and just like play all of fucking uh goodbye normal street or some shit oh yeah oh goodbye normal street's a great album too well, I'll play, I don't know. we'll do the original Bozier city since they're in uh, disagreement with the but uh, next week I'm out me and my beautiful wife are going to uh, Colorado, Glenwood Springs, Colorado, where I will not be packing my podcast equipment because she'll kill me if I do it. <laughs> and then she'll come back and kill Dude, me. Hey, and then she'll come back and fucking kill me. So it's our second year wedding anniversary. We're gonna have a great time in Colorado, soaking up some hot springs, drinking some beers, whatnots. And uh, I'm gonna leave these two, and I'll have so much FOMO on Sunday. I might call in if that's a thing. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we can make. Hey, it Cody, Cody, congratulations! I'm I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, I'm gonna tell that's you. Two Air, years, it's Air two. Colorado's years. beautiful. Yeah, it's so two years. Two years since uh, we woke up, hungover, shit, immediately got drunk, jumped into a river, then you well, got married like six three degrees, and then you outside. got married six hours later. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. my well, my mother-in-law <laughs> chattered her teeth through the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. 
if we had actually had a video of it, <laughs> all you would have heard okay. it was. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. So I'm out next week. Uh, these guys are going to take care of y'all. So don't worry. It's going to be fine. That's that's the outgoing message is <laughs> it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. We'll get there, guys. We'll get there. But until then, good night and we love you. <laughs>